out. Yeah, Fee went on, Fee went the, on the website last week, right? Because we were looking at the all the massive queues and stuff. I was like, that's outrageous, man. Just have a look in the website. <laughs> she went on the website and there's a queue to get on the website. Yep. <laughs> you have to queue for over 90 minutes just to look in the website of being fucking queue. Ah, the world's gone mad, mate. Honestly, it's just huh. insane. It's the same. Two nights ago, I had to wait 45 minutes, 45 minutes to get on Pornhub. It was an absolute joke. <laughs> Hopefully kills the groove. <laughs> you must have seen it all by now, though, man, surely. You've just, you must have been through it all like, three times by now. I love with McCurst. I mean, you see everything. <laughs> Welcome to Gains and Pains with Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a ton of coffee, where we get together each week to talk health, fitness and some absolute nonsense. Hello. Hello. What? We're back. All right, sorry. <laughs> I genuinely thought you were just talking to me there. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hello, it's like, mate, I just talked to you two seconds ago. Hey, sorry, I interrupted your flow, right? So Scott was in the middle of telling us a cool story, but I thought everyone else would want to hear it too. So carry on. Aye, so I introduced Kirsty to overhead tricep extensions, you nobody know, just we use a single dumbbell with yep. two hands. Mm-hmm. And all right, now make sure you get a good squeeze at the top, stretch, so range of motion, big squeeze. That was on Sunday last night in bed. She's like, oh, oh. <laughs> we just came back to doing the hill sprints with Bear. And uh, I'm like, okay, how you feel? Like, oh, I'm starting to feel it now. I'm like, mm-hmm. And she kind of went like and stretched in bed. And went, oh, 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 my arms, oh, my arms. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm sore in the back of my arm. And I, so, knuckle, Bear, boom, oh, right no. there. Ah! Nasty. Just right at the bit, you know that last inch before the elbow? <laughs> I'm sure that was oh, a, a popular move but the best part was as she reached over like that to rub her, her left elbow <laughs> you get she like? exposed her right one for a jab as well <laughs> a rookie mistake she needs to learn <laughs> it's like when you've, got, when you've got sore abs or a sore chest you never do a high five for something <laughs> in the gym and you never leave yourself exposed Phoebe's was doing um, a load of negatives on the pull up bar the other day Oh, right nice. across, like under a like a core, like upper core, under boobage. Uh, apparently, it was like agony afterwards. So I, same thing every time. You're just like right in with the fingers. Oh, there can. we go. <laughs> well, yes, right in with the fingers. Um, aye. So, on that note, as if to segue beautifully into what we're going to talk about training, because we said last week, we're aye, give lockdown training. Handy hints and tips for all you folks, i.e., everyone out there, hopefully, who's locked in their house just now. To keep fit, because I saw you had quite <laughs> opened up quite the can of worms the other day on oh, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> just like I saw it, like your, your post, it was like eight hundred comments or something. It's like I don't have a time in my life for this. Just now. <laughs> on the whole, everybody, all bar two people agreed. I did find one of the two people who disagreed and followed that bit for a while. That was quite interesting. Um, was that the name? The sounds like a Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. Who's Tackle. that? <laughs> Who's that? He is a mental kettlebell instructor. He 
He's Dutch. Right. And Crazy I think Dutch in his bastard. early days, he might have smoked too much of the wacky backy. All right. Fair enough. Um, and he's just, I mean, he basically, he travels about the place just teach, like, teaching online, but he just seems really <laughs> Why do you unhappy. travel about teaching online? Surely that defeats because, the purpose. Uh, <laughs> just yeah, stay at home and teach online, mate. It's him, his wife, and his dog, and I think they've got, I think they've got a kid. Right, okay. And all they do is every every like, six months they complain. They just go on and bitch and complain about wherever they're based. Aye. Oh, we're in Portugal uh, in Albufeira, where it's lovely and sunny and warm. It's great weather and the beaches are great, not. But we don't like it here. The people are strange, and then and he gets off on one. Mm. I'm looking. Like, I want recommendations for somewhere in Spain. So he moves to Spain. Three six months pass, and he gets off on another rant about that. Then he moved to Italy. And, He's wanting to leave Italy now and find somewhere else in Germany, France, or Holland, I think, where he can where he can bed down for a while right. uh, in a house because Italy's now basically getting run by Hitler, where it's like concentration camp. I mean, I think that's probably a stretch. I, I mean, that's something that he actually posted up a picture of the Nazis putting people putting all the Jews on a train what? and tried to liken this situation to it. An asshole. <laughs> anyway it was quite funny because as soon as I started kind of arguing with him the amount of people that started messing me going oh man that guy tackles a nutcase aye so you're like, your initial post was just saying like people are like there's a you found what an online petition to start opening gyms an again an online petition to get gyms and leisure clubs opened it's just bonkers mate do you know what I mean the height of uh, the whole thing just now people are just desperate to get into the gym and start posing in front of a mirror do it at home aye it's now whether <clears throat> Whether you believe, like even this guy Taco believes it's all a conspiracy, right? And he's like, it's just like any virus. Right. Now, no matter what angle you come at it from, if you go, right, there's this virus here. If you believe in it that it's the world's greatest deadliest virus, right, then don't go to the gym. You just wouldn't. Aye. You've got priorities. It's like, if, if you've got the, the plague, I, I want to come and see you, mate. I want to give you a hug. I want to spend some time here and have a laugh. But if I know there's a chance I could die from being in your company, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put a friend... I'm not going to put a friendship to the side, but I'm going to go, ah, do you know what? I would rather have you there. I'd rather be alive at the end of this. Yeah, there's, there's other not. avenues to pursue, do you know what I mean? You don't need to be there in yeah. person. This is not going to be for the next 25 years. Yeah. If you believe that it's still a, that it's not as severe as what he was making out to be, and that we should just lock up <laughs> lock up the vulnerable, the first thing for me is you go, well, who is the vulnerable? Because you're starting to see it's targeting kids now, right? Yeah. Targeting um, different groups. You don't know what it's saying. Oh, but it's only if you're unhealthy and you've got an underlying health condition. Nope. I can testify <laughs> to that. Aye. You're fit and healthy and it kicked your ass. Aye. No, comparative. Um, yeah. But, but again, how many of us, how many footballers do you hear drop dead when they're at their peak physical fitness? Oh, yeah, fit healthy, but, they, but all the, a lot of the kind of like Senegalese and kind of African and Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Caribbean footballers have got like con, congenital heart disease problems. Right. They don't know about it until they're in the middle of the African Nations Cup, jump up for a header, boom, drop dead with a heart attack. Uh, and it's... So you, it's fine when I'm saying, well, you feel fit and healthy, but have you been checked? Who can actually put their hand up and say, yep, I get checked in the last three months, 
I do not have any underlying health conditions. Yeah, well, that's the I thing. You, just, you, you don't know. You just assume. But yeah. then, uh, assumption and all that. Um, but I was just, it was just a, as with all these just keyboard warriors on the internet, it's the try, try to use like so-called facts to back up their shitty argument. It's like, well, I know this, these two doctors on the internet doctors. who say this, like, yeah, grip yourself, mate. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's these two doctors, what about the last 10 million doctors on the ah, Exactly, planet? it's like the majority of the part of the planet is going, nah, this is, this is quite bad, you should just stay in your house. Like, but no, these two wackos on the internet say it's fine. Ah, but do you know what? See if it, if it turns out that these guys are right and we've all been duped. Do you know what? I will. I'll put my hands up and go. Absolutely. Well done, guys. But do you know what? I would rather. <laughs> it's like the Skittle analogy. Have you seen it where if you were told like one out of 20 Skittles was poisonous? Would you still, would you still <laughs> yeah. one out of 20? And it's like, well, you would go, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take that one in 20 chance. Yeah. But at the same time, if somebody then told you two months down the line or six months down the line or a year, they wouldn't, and went, ha, ah, they were actually all fine. You'd be like, yeah, it's cool. It's better than still taking the risk. Yeah, totally. Just in case. Aye. It's just people's priorities are just so skewed sometimes it's like all oh, the the stuff during the week like past couple of weeks like B&Q's opening and stuff like that and people queuing like right out of the car park and stuff to go into B&Q B&Q who cares it's just because I mean, like yeah. well certainly in the last few weeks obviously the weather's been a bit better people are off they're in their house they're, they're out doing the garden as I have been because just there's nothing else to do at points you know what I mean but uh, it's just that like oh I demand to be able to go to B&Q now it's like yeah get real get a clue do you know what I mean it's like people dropping dead because of this and then you guys are out en masse trying to queue up to get fence paint I just I don't understand it at all it's just so so skewed <laughs> what, what, what are you laughing at <laughs> I'm just laughing at your comment about fence paint we Kathleen's been up at like 6 o'clock every morning on their online web on the online being queued to try and do click and collect for French paint well that's and it it's yeah fee went on, fee went on the, the website last week right because we were looking at the all the massive queues and stuff I was like that's outrageous man just have a look at the website <laughs> she went on the website and there's a queue to get on the website yep <laughs> you have to queue for over 90 minutes just to look at the website of being fucking queued <laughs> Uh, the world's gone mad, mate. Honestly, it's just huh. insane. It was the same. Two nights ago, I had to wait 45 minutes 45 minutes to get on Pornhub. It was an absolute joke. <laughs> Hopefully kills the groove. <laughs> you must have seen it all by now, though, man, surely. You've just, you must have been through it all like, three times by now. I love him with I mean, you see everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is, this is podcast appropriate. Everything's fair game in podcast, right? Yes, exactly. Bear in mind some of the stuff you sent me on WhatsApp. <laughs> the video of you sent of Kirsty the other night, air drumming along um, Europe. <laughs> the opening screenshot when I opened it up was just her standing like this, right? I was like, whoa. Stop. <laughs> We've crossed the line now, man. Wait a minute. I know we're all bored in quarantine, but there's a line. <laughs> it's like, where's this going? Do you know what I mean? It's like... And then you have to dump, and you're like, ah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, it's me, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> Just like total panic. Yeah. Uh, so, right, back so, on topic, uh, right? So, you're in a house, you've got your one hour a day to go out and walk or cycle or hill sprint if you so desire. The rest of the time in the house, right? So, 
let's say you've got no equipment, right? Presumably most people who are going to be listening to this have some sort of training equipment in house, right? But yeah. let's say you, to start off with, you've got nothing, right? Lower body, hit me. Lower body. Um, just rattling off some exercises, calf raises, stand in the doorway, double leg, build up to single leg. If you've got kids, get them on your back, boom, extra weight. Get your wife or your husband on your back, extra weight. Cool. So straight away you can add, I mean, if we, if we take the exercises, you can add even the calf raises. If you take it from a double leg to a single leg, you make it harder. Mm-hmm. If you add on extra weight, whether it's another human being that's climbing on top of you, <laughs> or whether you, you load up your rucksack, your handbag, you hold um, a pot with some water in it, you've got some uh, bottles of juice, it's just something that you can add in a wee bit of external weight. If, you, if you're really limited and you don't have a rucksack, or, you've, or you're living on your own and you've not got another human to climb on your back, mm-hmm. Simply go slower, time under tension, or do more. The, all the kind of scientific studies show that you can maintain a decent amount of muscle mass just by doing some basic work in the house. <clears throat> you're not going to, you won't, for a bodybuilder, you're not going to pack on a ton of muscle. Yeah. Right, you can improve your strength. You look at some of these bar dragon guys or the calisthenic guys, some of their bodyweight stuff you do, even a like an Olympic gymnast looks at it and goes, yeah, it's crazy, it's, that stuff. It's phenomenal. So you can improve your strength, leg strength. Um, if we're taking, we then move from the calves up to the quads. If you're thinking squats, everybody loves squats. But by God, do them right. <laughs> if your knees are complete. Yeah. See, see these social distancing rules? They apply to your knees. Do not let them come together. <laughs> That's kind of what we were talking um, about. Did we talk about this last week? Or was I talking about it to students about technique? Like, now's the time, do you know what I mean? When everyone's got yeah. that free time, go back to basics. Sort out your technique so when you do get back in the gym properly, then any wee issues you might have had where you're just like, oh, do you know what? Just, uh, it'll be fine. Just pack on the weight when you're when the weight's there. Uh, if you don't have the weight there, then you don't need to worry about it. So really focus on yeah. getting the technique and the movement right. If you can, if you can come out of this being so technically proficient, mm-hmm. you're going to hit the ground running. Way <clears throat> there's going to be a few people, maybe four, four people that come, four types of people that come out of this lockdown. There's going to be these people that have done nothing, Brian, and they're going to come out of this Gary. so badly out of shape, right, <laughs> Brian? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to they're going to go back to the gym, and they're going to think. <clears throat> They're going to still be in the mindset of that last training session they've done. Yeah. And they walk in, they're going to pick up the weight, ping, ping, oh, oh. There's going to be, let's see Vadim. Vadim is going to be booked out <laughs> with the amount of poke cut themselves after the fight. It's going to be great. So you're going to get the person that's going to come back after doing nothing for months and they're going to, they're going to wreck themselves. You're going to get the people that haven't bothered to, you're going to get, kind of Joe Bloggs has decided, well, I've done some walking in that while I was off because I had an hour a day to get out. And then as soon as the lockdown restrictions get lifted, they'll go back to simply back to the pub, back to just fast food, and they'll go back to their old ways again being unhealthy. Person three, you've got the person that will try to do as much, lift as much weight as possible, train as hard as possible, and still do that kind of whole balls-to-the-wall approach. 
and not really use this time to address anything. And what they're going to do is they're going to come out of this having done masses of volume because they're limited with the amount of weight they've got. Because you're already seeing it. Oh, yes, uh, I've only got 40 kilos in the bar, so I've done 700 reps back squat. <laughs> right, mate. Okay. But maybe stop and think about it. So they're going to come out and they're going to be, they'll still be fit. But the chances are their technique and their movement will have deteriorated because, you know, when you start to do mount thousands and thousands of reps, that your technique, your fatigue kicks in, your technique deteriorates. Absolutely. Muscle memory yeah. takes over, and all of a sudden that, that bad technique, and it might just be that we drop in the shoulder or that round in the back ever so slightly. Yeah. And they're going to come out of this, actually, they'll still, be, they'll still have kept a good level of fitness. Their endurance will be up, but they'll be technically... And physically, in terms of movement quality, worse off. And then, fourth person, you've got the one that will go, oh, do you know what, this is a time to train something different. Uh, but I was, I was training with Emma on Saturday, uh, out in the garden, obviously, she was in her garage shed, doing it flat. She'd some phone, I'm saying, I just, I just missed training with somebody for a bit of company, and I went, you three started, I went, aye, half 11, let's go for it. <laughs> and even just to, you know somebody's trained doing the same exercise on the phone 20 feet away. I'm like, right, cool. Yeah. There we go. And uh, the rest period, hey, how's that? <laughs> but, and we've been talking about how you know, we can't go heavy, but just drill the technique yeah. and the mobility. Just make sure that everything becomes so crisp and sharp that when you come back to the gym, you're hitting the ground running. So all you need to do is add a little bit of weight on your actual skill level has improved. Yeah. And then you might do, say, for example, a barbell snatch with 50 kilos and five out of ten are really good. Two out of ten you drop, and three out of ten there's maybe that weak and that oh, wee bit of wobble. Mm-hmm. If you've only got up to fifty kilos of weight plates, you should leave this lockdown nailing ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Fifty kilos snatching. So boom, crisp, precise. Aye. And then you've got the fifth person, which has got a massive gym set up with the full scale of weight plates and have spent about 25 grand in the last month. <laughs> However, they've been on a floor day, God knows, and they've basically just still got a full commercial set up in their house. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know someone like that. And they'll, they'll just keep grooming. <laughs> they'll keep improving. <laughs> it's a good bag of stuff, I'm lucky that I've got my own gym. So, I, I mean, when, I, when this first got announced, I was in the gym and I was like, right, bump, Car boot open. <laughs> Start packing started, stuff up, yeah. I would like pack in like ten bits of kit, and then I was like, ah, check, check my suspension. That's uh, fine. <laughs> bit more. Uh, okay, I'll maybe take the leg press out the back of the car because I can't see the top of the wheels now. Then <laughs> <laughs> Kirsty would find out about it. Aye, right. she was. She wanted the leg press home. Oh really? <laughs> She's like, ah, yeah, let's have the leg press home. I love Brilliant. the leg press. Um, uh, see, we've, we've got stuff in the house, like, but. As with anything with me, it's the little things that really start to annoy me. It's like um, the clips at the end are the screw-on ones, so they take forever to get on and off. It's not an Olympic bar. It's a kind of crappy, lightweight, bought from Argos bar or whatever, so it's dead narrow and it hurts my hands. It just cuts into your hands because it's so so, uh, thin. Just daft stuff like that, do you know what I mean? It's like loading on like hundreds of like five and ten kilo plates at a time. It's like, ugh. I don't know. I don't know what it's rated to. Not that I'm lifting particularly heavy just now, anyway, because I'm still a bit gubbed. But um, I just just the little things. It's like oh, I the bench is too I, narrow, so it just cuts right in my shoulder blades I, all the I, time. I, You're like, oh, blades, I, I, 
every time you re-rack the bar when you bench the metal bits just r- drag right up your hands and the sides because it's not wide enough brutal yep but hey oh. <laughs> when you do handstand push-ups mate I know I like always push-up. try to get me to do handstands again the other day I nailed one on Saturday nice no, not Saturday Sunday morning against the, against the wall though eh nope freestanding one video. Oh, aye. freestanding up oh, couple of seconds back down alright fancy Video that didn't so I was helping out. I was, I, was on a, I was on a video call with Shona Douglas's missus. Right. She's, she'd hurt her shoulder on gymnastics, and some of the physio advice she got was really, really strange. Right, okay. Um, so I've, got, I've been helping her a few weeks ago, and her shoulder's improving, so we've done a wee kind of check in. And then on the spot, just barely out of my bed, they're like, that. let's see a handstand. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm in the garden with my coffee, and they're like, shop, handstand now, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so they gave us a cool wee pointer. Just that basically when I was stepping down into it, I was kicking my legs up too fast. Right. Well, and I almost went down slowly so that you're not skidding past it. You're Aye. just up slowly. Right, okay. I'll pass I'm that like, on to Lucy. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Aye. I'll say, I've got another cool wee video I'll send you for Lucy to try. Right, okay. Um, this is my next challenge and exit. This is my challenge. But you almost go down, but you put <clears throat> both feet are on the ground, but you go down to handstand and you just try and lift your feet off the ground. So you're, if that's your legs... You just basically lift the legs off and you're kind of balancing that way in your hand without bringing them up. Ah, right, okay. How's that one? Like an upside down, like an upside down V, but the, the feet part's just coming off slightly. How's that even physically possible? I'll send you the video of Douglas doing it and you just look at him and go, dick. Freak. It's a drug on it. Bye. Back to the training. <laughs> right, aye. So, so, so no gear, right? Squats, so you got bodyweight squats, calf raises. Bodyweight squats, calf raises. You can then take all the squat variations. You can go, you can do lunges, Bulgarian split squats. Um, if you want to do single leg split squats now, unless, you, unless you've got, unless you can really, really do a good heavy squat, I wouldn't recommend it. If you've not got the hip and ankle flexibility, you're just going to deck it. Right. You've got to have that, those kind of, you've got to have the ankle flexibility, the hip flexibility, and strength to do a heavy squat if you if you can't really do that then you generally don't recommend pistol squats because there's too much getting loaded in the, in the single leg Aye. Yeah. that being said you can do variations where you've seen you've seen people all over instagram just now putting on a pair of socks or they're putting their foot on a dish towel and they kind of slide back into a reverse lunge what? so you would stand on your laminate floor yep your linoleum right and you would put one foot, so one foot would be on the ground, uh-huh. other foot's on the ground but on top of a dish towel. Yep. And then you use that just to slide that leg back. All so right, the okay. dish towel removes any friction. Ah, right. Oh, <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Right, what's the purpose of that then? And it's basically just that slow control, round that step and drop. Right. You're just doing that slow control so it's, it's a bit like a, no, like a pulley system you use in the kind of cable crossovers. Yeah. It's that constant tension. All ah, right, okay, right, I see. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> Pleasure. Thank you. Aye, so, aye, so you're, you're constantly staying under tension, so it's making it harder. Again, yeah. assuming you've got the control to do it. Assuming you've got the control, yeah. You can add in plyometrics, so jump squats, uh, jump lunges, Bulgarian split squats with a hop at the front and stuff, and it's, right. again... If you squat and your knees don't obey social distancing, they try to come in and kiss each other. Yep. If your knees are shaking about, 
like a leaf in the wind or a branch in the wind, then Bad. you shouldn't be jumping. Yeah. And I've actually got some, I'm going to be posting up some content on this this week. Right. Just because it's really getting to me. All these <laughs> fit pro influencers are posting all these high intensity workouts and they're like, guys, but your target market isn't people that can do this safely. Your target market is people that aren't that fit, that believe you that this is the, way, the best way forward and not yeah. going to jump on the bandwagon. No pun intended. We're <laughs> 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 going to be falling about the place. Um, but then that's not cool. People don't want to see that though. People, nah, don't, don't, people want do don't want to do the boring stuff. Whether they know how to do it or not, if you, even if you're a total novice, right. you want to watch a video and go, all right, cool, jumping, doing that, I can do that, that's fine. Because if you watch a video on YouTube or something that's going to take 25 minutes to drill you through technique of doing a good squat, people are going to go, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just sitting down and getting back up in it. I don't want to watch that. Let's just yeah. get to it. I get, it's like going, oh, you know what? It's like, imagine telling your kids, you know what, I see the first couple of years of learning what the, alpha, the alphabet is and how you put words together and how you, what one plus one is and two times two. No. Just know about, let's get to trigonometry, right? Yeah. That's what the cool just read books. Aye, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But, but again, it's that I, way. I that's an adult thing, though. Like, if it was a kid, yeah. kids would sit and watch that thing for 25 minutes, half an hour to get yeah. it right, and kids they would do it because kids are great. Just, just, they'll just sit and watch things and learn things, whereas adults just want to get there straight away all the time, don't they? Yeah. But I'm patient. We've got, we've got a culture or a society of instant gratification. It has to happen now. Yeah. No, very few people enjoy the process of working towards it. Yeah. When this lockdown kicked off, I thought to myself, do you know what, it's a cool chance to work on like kind of push-ups and a handstand and uh, handstand push-up variations and stuff. And I went right back to just the basic push-up. I stripped it right back and really tightened the technique up because if that's wrong, the advanced variation right, is going go to be wrong. What's the technique for a good push-up? Ooh. If you so, put a video up later on. I will do. You've tried to get me to do a lot of videos here, Andy. <laughs> Nothing else to do with your time. Gets you off Pornhub for ten minutes. Good point, actually. Active recovery time. Active recovery. <laughs> Active recovery between the wanking. <laughs> <laughs> and you get tissues there to wipe the sweat off the forehead as well. Let's get the Vaseline so, off your hands before you do your push-ups. Everybody does a push-up in a T-shape. Hands, head, and line. Right. So if you think the body Hands is the vertical part of the team, that'd be really difficult. Yeah. Mate, watch it. Where? Watch. How's that even a thing? I kind of want to try that now, but I don't want to take my headphones off. Don't, don't, just don't. I, don't, I like, don't even see, like... Yeah, they, they, they do this like and way above your shoulders. Yeah, and they're down like this. Right, okay. Right, you'll see. <laughs> well, that's you an audio medium when we're doing lots of video things here. But. If you go to a Les Mills body, body pump class and you see them doing push ups, you'll see them all doing it. Right, okay. that. Just with their chin moving two inches. <laughs> right. So, right, so, what you want to do is, and then you'll get the military background where it's like, well, tricep push ups, like what Jerry does. Jerry push ups. <laughs> right. But. Again, if you're taking, if you take females for example, and guys as well, but guys predominantly have more muscle mass up top. Mm-hmm. But females that aren't stronger in the, in the upper body, unfortunately, genetics on the whole part, they can't just use triceps. You've got to use a bit of chest and shoulder as well. So you want to have your hands in line with your chest, elbows out at forty-five degree angle, 
and when I'm coaching this, I'll always talk about a triangular base. Yep. So a line going across from your hands, now from each hand up to your head. So you should have out to the hands and up to the head to make a triangle. Aye. Like my hands right now. Yeah. If you've got that base, <clears throat> you're in the right position for the actual, for your arm and your shoulder girdle and all that to work properly. Yeah. Next thing you're looking at is tension. Everybody lacks tension. There's two areas of tension we need. We need whole body tension, but also in the armpits. So the full body, what I'll always say to folk is, start with your feet together. So you're squeezing your legs together, squeezing your thighs together, squeezing your ass cheeks together, squeezing the stomach, because you'll see everybody flops. And what that is, yeah. is if you try to pick up spaghetti, but it's straight, if it's all real, if it's all warm, it just flops everywhere. Aye. If it's bone dry, you can pick up in the middle. Yeah. And the spaghetti stays rigid. Yeah, okay. You see people flopping about. You know when you see a kid doing a push-up, it looks as if they're pumping the floor? Yes. Aye, that's it. So they don't have, they don't know how to create tension in the whole body. Yeah. So you've got to squeeze everything. So you've got to make yourself rigid so that when you push, Aye. the whole body moves up as a single unit. And then the, the second part of tension is in the armpits. You squeeze almost as if you're squeezing, I say, just the, just the oranges. So you put, imagine an orange in each armpit and you're trying to juice them. Yeah. You're not squeezing the elbows all the way to the side. You're just thinking of your upper arm, squeezing into the armpit. It's just kind of pulling your lats in, isn't it? <clears throat> Is it? Yeah. And it's because now your lats now act as that second barrier of tension is to lock everything in. Yeah. And it gives you that stable push off. Right, okay. And cool. that's it. All right, fair that enough. That's your perfect push off. Now, a guy, dog trainer that I've been working with, he was working. He's like, oh, I've been doing push ups. I'm getting, can I get up to 13? And you know, I just, oh, after that, my shoulders are hurting and I can't, I just can't do any more and my arms are hurting. I've got this twinge here. Let me see your technique. And I was like, ah, <laughs> strip it back. So we stripped it back to what I've just said about the technique. Yeah. And he could manage to do. Right. And is it 16 days? From the, I think it's from the 8th, 8th of April until the, we fixed it on the 8th of April. And on the twenty fourth, yeah. So that's fourteen, four, sixteen days. Uh, sixteen days. I'd said to him by the end of April you'll do twenty push ups in a row, and he's like, ah, no chance. Went, we're going to do a greasy group method, which I'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. And he done it, and I messaged him on the on the other night there, and I went, hey, Steve, how are you getting on? He went. Mate, mate, two days ago I'd done 20 push-ups in a row. It wasn't easy, but I'd done it. Brilliant. He went from 13 back to two and then rocketed up to 20. Yeah. Just by doing it right. But again, that's that. That's just taking that hit to your ego, isn't it? It's just going, do you know what, man? Yeah. I could do 13, I could maybe do 14 at a push, but the way I'll be crap. If you just put your yeah. ego to the side and go, I'm going to go back to doing two really good ones and then build yep. it from there. So it means when you get back right. up to 13, you're doing 13 great ones, the 13 crap ones, and then you push on and mm-hmm. obviously the guy's got to 20. So brilliant, that's great. And the, kind of, the greasy groove or the G- GTG, you right. might see it sometimes got greasy groove, is basically what you do with your drum practice. Remember <laughs> yeah, when you were yeah. doing the... <laughs> remember when you were doing practice. the drum practice with the... That was the drumio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd be kind of like the rhythm pad or something in the kitchen. Ah, you would just sit and do it every time we were in the kitchen, eh? And every time you walk in, so you would, how long would you spend on it in that one session? I mean, just however long I had, like a couple of minutes or just whatever, whatever time I had at the time. If I was making a dinner, I'd just go back to it every sort of couple of minutes and try and just make it a bit so, smoother or a bit better than it was before. 
So for number sake, we'll say two minutes, right? Aye. How many times would you do that in a day? Ah, uh, loads. Well, again, Over ten? Ah, easily, aye. Because I'd be doing it when I was in school working and stuff like that, and then I'd be doing it in the house and stuff like that. you do it between aye. anywhere between 10 and sort of 30, 40 times. So you've went from 20 minutes. So that two-minute segment is now accumulated to a minimum of 20 minutes up to 80 minutes practice a day. Yeah. And same with the push-ups. So I said to Stephen, I went, your training programme is one push-up. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's kind of looking at me going, yeah, you're at it. I went, no. So you wake up in the morning, oh, out of bed, one perfect push-up. Yeah. Go for a shit. Do your hygiene. Get out of the bathroom. One push-up. Go for a shower. Come out. One push-up. Every hour or randomly throughout the day, I want you to chuck in one perfect push-up. Yeah. Just to accumulate a total of 20 push-ups. You're going to do that for three days and then you're going to rest for a day. And he's like, what, really? And I went, aye. And he messaged me after day one going, oh, I managed my 20, that was really easy. Yeah. But you've done 20 push-ups. He's like, all right, okay, aye, okay. So he'd done this for three days, had his rest day and I went, right, take it up to two or three push-ups now, randomly throughout the day. If you feel tired at one point, just do one. End of that day, it accumulated 40 push-ups. Awesome. And within the space of 14, 14 days, in 14 days, he had managed to do 20 in one go. <laughs> That's great. Previously struggling to do two. Yeah. And, you're, and, that, and all it is is you're building up the volume, but you're building up that quality so your body only knows good movement. Yeah. And it's not just sacrificing the technique. So on that note then, right, let's say you've got a target of, I don't know, 100 push-ups a day, right, for example. Oh, right? yeah. Is it going to be more beneficial to do them all in a shorter space of time? Let's say over the course of like an hour or half an hour, you do five sets of 20 or 10 sets of 10, right? All on the one go with small rest periods. Or yeah. would you do, is is it more beneficial to do 10 sets of 10 throughout the whole day? Or does it matter? If you do 100 push-ups a day, yeah. one way or the other, are you still getting the same benefit out of it because you've done 100 push-ups in that day? That's a really cool question. It's kind of something I was talking about to Kirsty last night. Because mm-hmm. uh, she, I've been, getting around training every day, doing a little, just going for a walk. Yep. And I say, like I say, that 3K walk we do is just up. You've got maybe five or six hills in it that you can run up. 15, 20 seconds each mm-hmm. hill. And she went, oh, but I'm not doing them all bum, 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 the way you've done it the night there. I went, that doesn't matter. You've done, you've still done the same volume. Ease yourself in. So it depends on your, on your training age. So if you're just starting off, small sets spread out over the day is better. Yep. Because if we think of the training goal rather than the training day, mm-hmm. so if you want to build up to achieve 100 push-ups and say one go, if you take Joe Blocks has just started, if you do the five sets of 10 in a really short period of time, they're probably going to be in bits for the next three or four days. Yeah. And what that does, and that's a big mistake that a lot of trainers do, is if you break somebody, if you want to get somebody to lose weight, the main thing we need to do is reduce their calories and move more. If our, if our job yeah. for PT is to get them moving more and you get them to move on one day, but then they're broke and they can't even move. If you, you know how, you know when, we, we remember when we done shitloads of Bulgarian split squats? Ah, you're, you're gubbed for about two days, that three days afterwards, ah, your legs are in pieces. Your ass is so sore. 
what part of your soul and being wants to move? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like it hurts so, to sit down or stand up. So there's no point in you wanting to you like that. No, I'm going to put on Disney Plus and I'm going to wait until this pain goes away. Yep. So straight away, if you're trying to burn, say, 2,000 calories a day and you've burned 3,000 on the first day, you're like, yeah, I'm 1,000 ahead. Yeah. For the next three days, you're in that much pain. You don't. You barely burn 1,000 because you don't want to move. Aye. And you don't move. So it's counterproductive. So for a beginner, little and often, and just building up. And that's what I've done with Kirsty over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, should I do most of the day? I went, no, that's fine. Chill. Don't watch TV now. Yeah. If you want to go and do whatever, just go for a bath, just chill, just that's sure you're done. Mm-hmm. All right. And already, um, she's like, oh, I can feel a difference in my body already. And I went, aye. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm doing that much. And it's, it's you almost, I'm not saying you trick yourself, but people think you've got to go balls to the wall, mega, mega hard, 100% of the time. Aye, well, that's, that's just, again, that's just programming from watching a yeah. million things on TV and YouTube aye. and all the rest of it, isn't it? It's all these um, all high intensity on. all the time. Ah, uh, you can't. Even you see these people that oh my god, you're so happy all the time. You're like, yeah, but you're not happy all the time. Yeah, Most nobody time, is. Yeah. Nobody, I. And it's like you know, Lasha Talakazi, the big um, Georgian weightlifter. <laughs> yeah. He's just a beast. His basic program cycle. Uh, talk about undulating programming. So his three main training sessions are, or if he trains six times, he goes. Light, medium, or heavy, medium, light, heavy, medium, light. Yeah. So he's going heavy when he's fresh. Yep. A little bit tired now, so then his next session's medium. A little bit more tired, so he still wants to work in technique, but still got a session in light. That light <laughs> session allows him to recover. Excuse me. For session number four, which goes back to being heavy again. Yeah. So again, it's allowing, it's thinking of the bigger picture. It's it's kind of common sense when you think about it, though, isn't it? Aye, it's it's just, it makes sense. Do like that's what you used to talk about it in terms of structure in your week out. Like do kind of heavy leg stuff at the start of the week when you're fresh, and then you can kind of scale it back from there, kind of thing. Yeah, because too many folk want they beast it and then they're broken and then they Aye. try to beast it again in the weekend and you're like, because I would I was guilty of it myself for years. I would annihilate myself Monday, Tuesday, rest Wednesday, kill myself Thursday, and then Friday I'm like, oh, I got free time. Because I would work it up to maybe two in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, I've got a few hours to train. And I would pick up a bar and I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. So, and again, just kind of realizing that, that my, the structure wasn't as good as what it could have been. Yeah. So, 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 right. So, for beginners, little and often, right? What about me, but, but, you, right? Well, obviously, you, professional, me, lazy leg- fat Legends drummer, of right? Steel. What? Legends of the Steel. <laughs> Legends of the Steel plays. Very yeah. good, eh? Um, so, like, <laughs> From my point of view, again, hundred push-ups a day. Not that I'm doing them, but would I do, would I would I get more benefit out of doing them all in a shorter session, or is it still just as beneficial yeah. throughout the day? Uh, one, your technique's good. I'll give you that. Thank you. You're welcome. Or as I say in Russia, Pajalsta. <laughs> all right. <laughs> your lesson for the day. Cool. Um, you've got your techniques sound. So I'm not worried about you getting tired and going, eh, and kind of hitting some really goofy positions. Yeah. Two, you've got a good training history. You've been training consistently for years mm-hmm. until Subo came along. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> a couple of weeks with Subo would leave any man in tatters. 
So your training age and training background is good. So you've got a good solid kind of foundation there. So we know that you can handle the volume. So you would you you would benefit more from doing more vo- doing more volume in a shorter space of time because you're, you're looking for you you're looking for that training intensity. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right, and that that's sense. ultimately what we're looking at is that Kirsty can get a great training effect from spreading out over the day because mm-hmm. the body's not used to it so the body's like whoa this is cool like you know that way when you start to learn anything new your, your learning curve your acceleration oh, it's exponential at the start yeah useless to actually being to oh wait a minute oh, that sounds okay it's like boom yeah. and then it plateaus off it's the same in martial arts when folk get to that point just before their black belt they go, oh, from that beginner, I've not been able to throw a punch or a kick or a technique. They go that, they rock it up on the curve, and then it goes, and flattens out. And then that's where you find the kind of true spirit in somebody is, are they willing to spend that time practicing? Same yeah. with music. And well, that's, that's, that's it. You, man, you get to a certain standard pretty quickly, most things, but then, mm-hmm. then when, it, when it starts to plateau out, as you say, that's when you really find out who wants it and who wants to put the time in. Because that's when you start properly learning. I mean, all the, yeah. all, all the beginner stuff, it is what it is. It will get you to a certain standard. It will get you to average. But to get above that, that's when you really need to put the shift in and, and start actually studying. Yeah. And, and, and concentrating on things and, and aye, practicing. That's the word, isn't it? It's just practice. Uh, you get that and it's that wee bit of just, all right, okay, we can change that and then go. Yeah, cool. totally. Um, right, uh, so you've got 10 minutes left. You've got stuff at 11, don't you? Okay, 11, aye. Right, cool. So... What other upper body stuff? We're pretty much just push-ups. Upper body. You've got push-ups, you've got your back raises, so you lie flat on the ground, lifting the chest up off the floor. You can lift your thighs up off the floor um, just to work the back muscles. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting to go into the shoulders, you just simply elevate your feet or your backside on the push-ups and it just tilts into more. Just like if you think when you do flat bench press, you're lying flat, incline, you change the angle and it takes it more to the upper chest into the shoulders. Yeah. Same on the push-ups. Your body's flat. You're hitting more chest. You lift up the bum. Again, I'm demonstrating my hand just for Collins. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You'll start to shift it more into the shoulders. Yeah. If we're looking at big problem that people have is more, they don't have a, a great option for pulling. Yeah. So most slower exercises are push-based. Mm-hmm. Pulling, what you can do is if you've got like a table, lying under the table, pulling yourself up, and make sure it's a big heavy table and not a really, really cheap, flimsy one from All right, yeah, so actually like hold on to the table and try and pull yourself up. Yeah, so you lie underneath and you're basically kind of palms facing each other, pulling, pulling your chest up to it. Yep. If you've got a door frame, that might work. Uh, I'm lucky that I've got, I'm in an old cottage, so it's the actual kind of, the scutting around the door frame is quite, Aye, thick, quite and thick really heavy duty, so you can grab onto that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've got a partner that can sit on your legs or pin your legs down at the end of the bed, you can do your back raises. <laughs> Again, if you've got a rucksack or any weights, uh, if we've taken, remember, just get two bottles of juice, one in each hand, yep. and do your front raises, lateral raises, uh, bent over um, reverse flies and yep. stuff like that, right, okay. tricep kickbacks. Or if, if you're Julie, be, just get Alan, grab the weight belt, lift him up and down off the floor, deadlift him. Aye, although Julie's pretty strong when she, Alan Julie lights so she needs something heavier now <laughs> Alan need to eat more um, it's just things like that you could even do like bent over rows just with, with a chair just get a chair pull up towards you yeah. 
deadlift your bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of just about getting creative, isn't it? Yeah, creative. But you know what? It's, been, it's kind of cool having some ideas. And it's quite funny because I'll be wandering about the house and Kirsty will look at me and go, what now? What, <laughs> what now? Oh, oh, we could do this. Oh, I could do that. Obviously, <laughs> health and safety. <laughs> People doing loads of back, heavy back squats with their um, plates loaded up on wheelie bins. Like guys, uh, can barely support a bin bag. Never what? mind a aye. Again, that's a common sense issue, though, isn't it? Yeah, aye. <laughs> it's, it's usually brain. If you if you want to go, if you want to work on a heavy squat, what's the hardest squat to do out there? Overhead squat. Do that. Aye. Bust out a set of ten with them, and I guarantee you can half the weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but it's just it's. Um, Again, core, core works, we've looked at legs, hamstrings, you can do your glute bridges, single leg glute bridges. Um, you can do the sliders again where you would lie flat on the floor with your heels on dish till. Yep. <clears throat> and then you would basically lift your hips up like a glute bridge but slide your heels along the floor so you're actually hinging from the knee. All right, okay. They suck. Sound they up. really suck. Yeah. I'll do a video for them and send it to you and you've got to try it. Nope. <laughs> Yes. All right, okay. Can I wait? Target, target your weaknesses. Nah, very good. Everything's a weakness for me just now. Nah. <laughs> Even like marching on the spot, if you've got a weight and you hold that weight, it's a big Dan John favourite. Um, a lot of kind of rehab specialists for runners and stuff use it as well. Right, okay. Marching on the spot is great. You hold that weight up, whether it's a, you can either hold it up in your chest, but if your arms get too tired, just hold it at your side. Yeah. And just march, high knees on the spot, lifting your knees up in a straight line down. That's going to that's gonna do you in pretty quickly, isn't it? Because when you're shifting, especially if you've got holding the weight in your right hand, when you lift your right knee off the ground, right, so you're left, and everybody talks about glute exercises. Train that, strengthen that. I'm working with, uh, I'm working with a dog trainer in New York right now. Yeah. Who... She's she wants to run a marathon by the end of the year, all going well. It might be in a back garden or it might be an official event. Every time I run, I'm broke. I just I'm in bits. And I thought, all right, let me see your mechanics and movement. So sent her some video assessments to do, sent them back. Squats, boom, solid. Right leg lunge, solid left leg, boom. You could see Aye. that there was no stability in the glute. Yep. And I thought, all right, okay, in the hip, so there's a problem there. So we fixed she went. Oh, you're right, I've always had issues with that. Cool. Um, so I'm giving her some drills to do marching on the spot is one of them. Yeah. Single leg glute bridges, the kind of, um, you know, the kind of crab box where you shuffle to the side yep. with the band. Mm-hmm. Again, you need a resistance band, ideally. Again, these are all good wee exercises that you can do. Don't that, Again, it's coming out of this lockdown with structural integrity. Yeah. So your body's in a good position. You want to think that this is you doing your... You know how when you, before you go do some online courses, they'll say you've got this pre-reading to do or mm-hmm. you've got to do this work before you do the course? Aye. Well, almost like a prerequisite. Before you come out, I'm, when I was doing my overhead holds the other day there, walking up and down the garden, like that, right side, okay, I can feel my body working, walking up and down and back, fine. Left side, by the time I got the second round, I could feel the stability in the shoulder going and Aye. that's when I had that injury. Oh, yeah. And I could feel that and again, on kettlebells, that's my weakest side, and I'm going, aye. So it's almost, it's a chance to go, let's explore the body and go, right, strong, strong, weak, weak, unstable, piss poor, and then go, right, let's <laughs> target. And just almost, 
this is a chance to like service your body almost. Yeah. So what you're telling us is when you reopen the gym, we're going to need to set like some sort of physical exam before you let us in, eh? Pretty much. Membership <laughs> <laughs> revoked. You've got worse. But it's like folk, folk are going to come in like Gary Brown. Mind he said that <laughs> it's going he's going to be not, in vets. He, do you know when he said he's not done anything? I know. Other that, oh, I'm getting popcorn and beer in that day for when he comes back to the gym. We're, we're making a movie. Yeah, he's not going to be in a good place when he comes back, is he? That is going to hurt. At least Brian's like doing well physical work at his job, and you know, he's Aye. obviously like battering in his garden all the time just now as well. So he's moving about <laughs> and doing something. I suspect Gary isn't doing quite as much. Yeah. He's just going to be sitting working from home at a desk all day, so his back and all that's going to be good. Yeah, and that's the thing. There's there's going to be a lot of people because I know uh, a couple of other folks are working at home laptops. And like, oh, my back's oh, because they're not folk, in their, yeah. they're not in their kind of is it integrated office and all that in terms Aye. of how it should all be I even notice it myself like, like I'm just sitting on the floor using the laptop a lot of the time from editing music and stuff like that and I, I notice it in particular my kind of almost in behind my right shoulder blade I don't know if it's just the way I'm sort of hunching when I'm at the laptop but just yeah. I'm sitting on the floor um, but I notice it just in there plus my back's sore all the time anyway it's just a prerequisite man um, but I just like right in behind my right shoulder blade it's obviously just the way I'm sitting just now when I'm when I'm working. Can I rhomboid or something? Aye, don't know. You've got a separate call on that later. Aye, great. Give you a shout and I'll sort you out. You what now? I'll give you a call later and we'll sort you out. Aye, okay. <laughs> they say don't go in the shower and sort you out. Like, no, you no. won't. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely will angle. not. <laughs> yeah, I think there'll be a lot of people coming back after it with niggles and aches and pains and having not done very much. So I think, as you say, Vadim yeah. is going to be busy. I You're going to be busy. Every gym in the land is going to be busy. Aye. People need to understand that on the whole, you're not going to be hitting, if you've not got the weight, like a weight bench or a weight rack and all the weight plates, you're not going to come out hitting a deadlift PB, a back squat PB Aye. or a bench PB. But go and improve other areas. Yeah. Well, I've not I've not benched at all, but I've been working. I'm actually going to try it this week just to see. I'll get I'll get Kirsty and Barry to spot me. <laughs> hey big guy <laughs> I've got the I've got the spotter bars on the, the score I'm against yeah. one of the important ones so still there kind of like mm. aye so I'll, I'll try this week just to see what I'm in because yeah. see what the, the carryover is from all the kind of shoulder work and the handstand work is aye you know it's just been like that there probably, yeah. we should be coming out feeling more we should, if, we t- if we approach this right we should come out feeling structurally better yeah maybe so, not stronger but in a better place to go right I can then use this as a springboard to go forward. Well, this is it. I, even if you're not lifting as much as we were before we went in, it gives you that, same as going back to the guy with the push-ups earlier, it'll give you that that solid base to then push further yeah. than you had before. Where if you always Aye. plateaued out at like 115 bench or whatever else, if you're, mu- if you're much more solid across the top now, there's your 120, there's your 122 and a half yeah. or whatever else, you know. Aye. I'm just going to settle for 50. That'll be fine. <laughs> 150 or 50? 50. Just settle down. There was one in the front of it. One, one at 50. That's, that's a PV right there. <laughs> right, okay, so... so what, is, what is your heaviest weight stack on the on your bench press? Well, how much weight have you got? I mean, I've got enough actual plates to go up like well past a ton, but I just don't think the bar's rated for it. Because I remember when Stephen and Gary used to come and chain here, um, I squatted 110 I think at one point because mm-hmm. the squat rack's fine 
because I've got like same yeah. portable squat rack as you've got, so it's fine. But it's the bar. I had one ten on it and it felt iffy, man. Do you know what I mean? So I just don't nah. trust it. And certainly from a bench point of view, that bench is well I'm wobbly t- and weak. So yeah, I'll send you some cool ideas for bench that sh- it'll allow you to really hammer it without going heavy. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, that'd be good. Imagine the time under tension, but we're getting really hot peppers and chilies and that and rubbing them in your eyes. Sounds smashing, mate. That'd be great, eh? Great, mate. Honestly, I'll send that later. Now that I've leaned right up because I've not eaten for three weeks when I was ill, man, I need to just get jacked across the top and it'll be great. <laughs> you look like you've got a bit more meat on you now. I, mean, I was back up to 1310 the other day. That's better. Nice one. Plus I've not shaved for a bit, so I'm a bit... Uh, I've not shaved <laughs> since... Rocking quite the beard. I've not shaved since... Uh, Beginning of March. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of times where I actually shaved with a proper razor for the first time in about 20 years, man. I looked about 12. <laughs> I think that's why I looked so skinny uh, as well. <laughs> the last time I'd done a wet shave, I think it was maybe 23. Yeah, I just don't like it, man. <laughs> 17 years I ago. Look, I look really young and plain. And then it's just that you get really itchy, don't you? It's rubbish. Uh, Jack Smedley came on a call the night there and shaved. And oh, I saw a picture of him yesterday, aye. Maybe they put up a I, video on playing now, he looks weird. <laughs> and you can hear fear in the background going, he looks so different. <laughs> She'll be like repulsed by it. <laughs> right. right, let's wrap this up. It's 11 o'clock. You need to go and do things, as cool. do I. Um, so, as always, just use a bit of common sense, just, do you know what I mean, when you're training. Use this <gasps> time to get the basics sorted out. If you have equipment, we can talk about more specific things next week, maybe. Um, if you don't have any gear, then there you go. A whole bunch of suggestions. Get creative, but do it right. If anybody needs any help, get in touch. Oh, totally, yeah. I'm happy to help you. Yeah, I mean, you've been posting tons of stuff For anyway, a million so dollars. What was that? For a million <laughs> dollars. For a million dollars. No, but no, if we can help any, because there's a lot of folks struggling during this just now, so if we can help one person, we're doing something. Aye, totally. Good. Even if it's not training related, if you just want to come on the podcast and chat to us, that'd be nice too. Yeah. I'll just yeah. chat Ooh. off the podcast. I've actually, um, Kevin Guthrie, watched oh, that aye. video call this week, so I'm going to speak to him and see if we can get him on as a guest. Hollywood royalty, Kevin Guthrie. Yes. Amazing. That'd be great. There'd be no chat of training. I'd just be quizzing them about movies. <laughs> Maybe I could just be a, um, I could be like, yeah, how to train Hollywood movie stars. Yeah, totally, man. This is it. You're going to be like, next thing it'll be you and Kate Beckinsale and training videos and all that. We literally oh. both did exactly the same thing there. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeez, on awesome. that note, where can Kate Beckinsale find you? Keep it clean. <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> She's hilarious. She is hilarious, man. She cracks me up on Instagram. That lady is bonkers. She is hilarious. In the best way. She's Somebody had commented on her saying, "Look, Kate, you need to stop. Um, you need to stop doing all this surgery and fillers and Botox and stuff." And she replied <laughs> back, "I'm saying." She went, "Look, mate, I'm all natural. I don't do any of that shit. So, uh, how about a you fuck off and b I don't give a fuck." <laughs> yeah, she's brilliant. Oh, like, totally. She's great. She gets involved. She's brilliant. Uh, right, okay, very sorry quickly. For two cats. I know. She's <laughs> <laughs> just put them through some shit. Um, right. So you're where? I am in my house, but I'm also... <laughs> every week. You <laughs> find us at Gains and Pains, G52, or myself for toilet roll and some a little bit of training stuff at <laughs> Scott McLaughlin Performance Training. And where can we find you? I am at Drummer Chimp 
or Colin McGibbon on Facebook and YouTube. Um, oh, hey. I know, I need to start putting the YouTube thing. There's much more videos on it now. Um, yeah, yeah, so we'll be back next week. Uh, I feel we have to talk about the Eddie Hall, Thor Bjornsson beef next week. Let's do oh. that. I, 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 need to, I need to watch his run about. I know, yeah, I need to watch it as well. Um, Mark Bell's podcast, he's had the two of them on. I think it maybe comes out today, actually. So we need to give you a listen to that oh. as well. So we had... Eddie Hall on at one point then he had Bjornsson on or vice versa so it'll be interesting to listen to that and see what they're both saying about each other then we can stick it in next week alright yes. so catch you all next week bye bye now have a good one guys see ya